Welcome to Campfire Fireside Chats. This show is created for adult audiences only. Our show notes include content warnings and other helpful information. We strongly recommend taking a moment to assess the situation before continuing. Let's begin. Welcome, campers, to this week's Fireside Chat. This week, we are beyond blessed to have Joy Johns, Busy Blank, and Carly Latham. They sit down to discuss all things divination. We go deep on tarot, oracle, rune casting, the Akashic Records, bibliomancy, and something that Joy has taken to calling chaos readings. It's super cool. Super cool. We also take a dive into the ladies' personal histories with divination and discuss what the process entails for each of them and the personal growth that they've acquired through the practice. We personally cannot thank them enough for sitting down and having this discussion. So go and show your thanks by supporting them in all pursuits. And above all, enjoy the show. All right, so today we're doing something a little different. We're doing a roundtable-style discussion, and we're going to be talking about divination and tarot. Um, And I have three very special guests. We're going to start with introductions. So, Joy, would you like to start? Hi, I'm Joy. Um, I know you guys are going to be new to me as I am new to you, I think, because I have not really been out into the podcasting world before. So please be kind. Um, If you want to find me, you can find me at at witchmooncraft on Instagram. I've been a practicing witch for 23 years, um, and I am very excited to dive in with some friends of mine and talk to you guys about divination. Busy? Hi, I'm Busy from Busy Bee Coven. Um... I have been reading tarot for about four years now, and um, I do a lot of resin crafting and different kinds of divination, and I make my own divination tools, so you can come check me out for the chaos on my page. (laughs) Awesome. And returning for, I believe, the third time, Carly. Oh, yes. Hi, hello. (laughs) Uh, Carly from the Village Tarot Witch. That is my only account. I have several messages today, so just once again, for the record, that is my only account. I am a tarot reader, and I use tarot to practice mediumship. So, that's me. (laughs) In a nutshell. (laughs) So, to start off with, since, you know, given the topic, I I thought it would be really fun for each of you to draw a card. Just kind of... Okay. Set intentions for the for the day. Set the intentions. Okay, so I'm going to ask my favorite question. What do I need to know? And I feel yeah. like that's a little bit of a hit or miss because... Oh, okay. That's not bad, actually. I got the three of wands. Future planning. Looking out onto the horizon. What is awaiting, what is awaiting me? Which means what I need to do is be living in the here and now while also looking out at what I would like to accomplish in the future. I like that much better than the other card that I got, <laughs> which was the tower, for the record. <laughs> always the tower. Always, always. I got this card and I laughed because it's the three of cups. And I was like, that's always. perfect for this celebration, <laughs> hanging out with the besties. Yeah. So Hi. I think it's a good, I think it's a good card for us. I think so too. I like this. My deck has read me for filth. It is being incredibly <laughs> rude. I got the Nine of Swords. If you guys are not familiar with tarot, this is all about anxiety. 
all about anxiety. It's the basically worst. like going, honey, you're nervous, but it's okay. Mm. It's okay. It's all in your head. Calm down. Um, yes. Are you plagued by nightmares? Oh, that sucks for you. <laughs> I did have the weirdest nightmare the other night as well. But yeah, yeah, that's very Nine of Swords. Very Nine of Swords. But it's really reassuring. Because um, I actually... I used to pull this card all the time. This used to be my version of the tower. I know you guys have been kind of stalked by the tower. Um, mm. And for me personally, it's always been this guy. Um, he, this is represented by this like demon in this deck covered in blood. It's very like graphic. It's very Nine of Swords. And the point of it though, is that it's a nightmare. It's not real. Um, you can kind of get your strength back. You can get your courage back. You take a deep breath and you realize that Everything that you're concerned about is not actually real. It's not actually happening. It's all kind of a dream. And when I realized that that was what it was actually saying to me, I was like, oh, wait, this card is not so bad. This card is like a pat on the back. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. I reject it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't reject it. I do and I don't. <laughs> I'm going to get to where you are at some point where I'm like nine of swords. That feels like an affirmation. But right now mm -hmm. I say no. Reject you. <laughs> yeah, I'm in your pool at this point. <laughs> Rejected. Rejected. That's one of the things I, I really love about tarot is how it's such a personal experience for every for every reader, right? It's there's so much room for interpretation for the, the cards to really mean what you need them to mean in the moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That really is the coolest thing about tarot though, because like right now. I mean, it would be almost impossible for the three of us to pull the exact same cards. But, like, if you gave us one card and we're like, Joy, what are your thoughts? Busy, what are your thoughts? Carly, what are your thoughts? We each would have our own takeaway based on what that card means to us. Like, Joy has found a very positive relationship with the Nine of Swords, which, honestly, I know I was joking about it, but it is goals because she's taken a card that is generally more negative to receive like i get the nine of swords and i'm like ah oh, son of a bitch <laughs> that's a, again i know i'm anxious thank you and yeah. joy gets it and she's like oh thanks for that though that's really lovely <laughs> yeah. no i um i really appreciate that and i just want to say that like it did not start out like this and i think this is another really cool thing about tarot and divination and the journey with it that we all go on because i used to draw this and this was when i was like in the worst of my anxiety disorders so like i went and i got diagnosed with like three separate anxiety disorders like it was bad news every day and um i was like please not this card please not this card please not this card and i used to think that if I pulled that card, it was just like, you're gonna have an anxiety attack. You think right. you're doing okay today. You think these other cards were nice to you. Boom, Nine of Swords, you're done. You're definitely Surprise, gonna have an anxiety attack. Bitch. <laughs> yeah, it really was. It was like that. And then I was like, okay, 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 let me let me go a little deeper. Let me go a little deeper. And eventually I realized that what the card was actually saying to me was all of the worries that were going around and around and around in my head and were like making me feel like I couldn't breathe. They, they literally were worries. They literally were nightmares. They were literally stories that I was telling myself. And once I realized that, I started being like, oh, what you're actually saying is it is okay. You're not actually saying, here's the nightmare. Hello, enjoy. You're saying <laughs> it's a dream. You're okay. Come back to reality. Take a couple of deep breaths. Let's like work through this. 
A lot of times it's stuff that like you've already dealt with too. It's just like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, yeah. this happened. Here's your acknowledgement. So let's yeah. move forward. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. you can add to that the layer of comfort that comes from just the feeling of being seen, right? Mm-hmm. Like yes. that comes with a card recognizing something that you're going through, right? Yeah. yeah. I actually really love it when that happens. Um, for a little while, I was calling it like a like validation from the cards because like you know yes sometimes there are the days when they will just fucking come for you and you're like well Mm -hmm. that was unnecessarily rude but there's other days when it's like you know what shit's been rough and i'm like you know what thank you it has been rough (laughs) thank you for that thank you for that all i really wanted is for you to agree with me that things have been hard and now i feel better thank you (laughs) i can move on with my life now (laughs) It's like a hug. <laughs> so here's a question I'm curious about. How how do you guys feel about the word psychic? Ugh, no. <laughs> I feel like we all have the same, yeah. the same feeling about it. <laughs> <laughs> if not externally, then internally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the word psychic. And I think it's just, it's a lot like... You know, Jordan, you and I have talked a lot about the word demon and how I'm automatically like, ugh, like the biggest eye roll that you can get from me. And it's just psychic. If you say, oh, you're a psychic, you, I at least automatically will go to like sideshow carnivals or like the hole in the wall in the middle of nowhere with a big palmistry sign, have your fortune read here. Um, I don't like calling myself a psychic and I generally try not to. How about you? See, guys? I, yeah. I think that negative imagery that comes up for you, I actually find preferable to what comes up when I hear the word psychic, which is Ooh. the like, the like hokey nineties, like mediums on TV. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. That's what I for me too, the like phone yeah. ones in the middle yeah. of the night. Yeah. yeah the like Miss Cleo. And yeah. The like, yeah, that's what I think of. Um, Only four ninety nine a minute. <laughs> <laughs> a minute, yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think for me, it's it's a combination of a couple of things. I think it's that it's it's that hokey ninety stuff. It's also some negative experiences that I've had with psychic showboating, um, which is a coin that I think Kelly and Maddox term. So I want to like give that credit to her because that is not my not my term. But um, she talks about this experience that she had with somebody who definitely had a, a gift, but this person is unveiling stuff that they didn't need to unveil in public and they're showing off. And this is something that I've seen enough in the real world to know that it, it does happen. And for me, it's the ego that I feel like is attached to the term. So mm-hmm. like, I believe there are people out there who relate to the term and they're not like this. Um, right. I don't want to paint everybody with the same brush, but for me most of my negative encounters with that end of the spectrum with either people who are lying, making stuff up, trying to get attention or people who like are legit, but are doing it in a way where it's just like, it's all about them. They must be the center of attention kind of a thing. And they think that it makes right. them special where I'm like, everybody has this, everybody can tap into this. It's literally just taking the time to center yourself and listen. And that's it. No one here is special. Um, not in the you're, nobody special you're not ever, special, but just like Becky. Okay, you're not special. You're not special because, like, if it's one of those things where it's like, if everybody's special, then nobody's special, right? And right, it's one of those things where it's like, 
we can all do this. I really don't believe, I don't believe that there are people who are in any kind of top tier above anybody else. I think we're all equals. And I think that our ability or inability to access something that could look super magical to other people is literally just time spent, effort spent, um, right. the willingness to listen to our intuition, etc. That's a really and good I think point. Yeah. See, I, always, I, I always saw that kind of like what you called psychic showboating. I always kind of saw that as like antithetical to the whole point, which is, yes. you know, the gift the gift is the ability to to be a vessel for something to come through you right, right. it's like it literally couldn't be less about you yeah, yeah. no Which, i agree yeah. yeah i think that's why it feels so dirty yeah when, that's it, it is. that's it my problem is two parts like one part is the gatekeepingness of it like <gasps> only i can do this only i like have this information when like so many people can do it and you just make other people feel bad. And the other part is like growing up in a very conservative like family and area, a lot of like psychic instantly came with an eye roll after. So it's like right. so you don't want to that associate like, yourself yeah. with something that like automatically comes with an eye roll because yeah, that's no fun. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I had to fight my own okay. eye roll for a long right, time. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. When I started mediumship specifically, I was like, oh, God, am I one of those people now? And I had to, like, yeah. I had to work myself through it. So I I will choose my words very carefully if I am describing what I think is happening through the cards. But I, if you pay attention to the way that I talk, I always leave room for doubt because at the end of the day, I am human and I fuck up. (laughs) I think that's so important. I think that's so important. I think it's something that is, in my opinion, kind of lacking in our community at times, a sense of humility and humbleness um, and just chill, to be honest with you. Like, you have no I, chill. There are people have out there who have no chill. Like <laughs> right. And a lot of it is kind of like fear-mongering. Like, you, like, people call themselves psychics and they're like, then you have the scammers that are doing this too, mm-hmm. like reaching out to oh, people like, oh, God. you have all these curses or like in your yeah. past life, you are a terrible person. This is how Only. you can fix it. It's <laughs> oh. crazy. <laughs> Only I can remove these curses right, from right. you. For the low price of sixty nine ninety nine plus tax. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Three yeah. low payments. <laughs> Three. <laughs> I mean, that like that gatekeeping approach. I mean, it's almost like... Um, like priests pre Martin Luther, right? Where like right. you have to, they were literally an upper class in society because they claimed this ability to connect to because God. Because they could read the Bible. Right? Right. They were the only ones who, and it, yeah, I get that feeling from the, from people like that also. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. I feel it like, is um, gross. yeah. I feel like this is a good segue to like, to talk about what, what divination is to to you to each of you because it people i guess like to you what i'm curious about is to you what is going on when you're reading like right cuz it, yeah. it means a lot it's a, people have a lot of different ideas about you know what the connection yes. is what you're accessing mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. you know so i'm i'm just curious where each of you stand on that I feel like the three of us read in a very similar way in that 
we are more interested in personal growth than um, telling the future. Like, part of that is my anxiety. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. If you were going yeah. you're going to tell me. I don't want to know. No, if something's I hanging over my head, know. I don't want to know. <laughs> oh, my God. I love, I love Busy's wife, Meg, does these amazing readings, but they scare the shit out of me. They're always they accurate. So they're always accurate and they are so scary. And the last time she told me, she did one for me and I was like, it's not going to be that bad, right? It's not going to be that bad. And I'm like working myself through it. And it was in fact that bad. And I was like, see, this is why I don't fucking do this. No, I'm going to focus only on how I can grow as a person. I don't want to know what's yeah, coming Yeah, she doesn't sugarcoat anything either. So. Oh my God, they're terrifying. You should all have one just, just for <laughs> oh, the sake thanks. of having one. Thanks. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank it's you one of those gift. that I was like, I've had two now. And I'm like, I don't think I want another one. Um, yeah, but it's an experience. When you're so good. Sure. When you're so good that you scare everyone off. (laughs) I mean, yeah, legitimately. Um, As far as who I think that I'm talking to, I don't really know if I'm being perfectly honest. Like, I know that someone is answering. I don't know who. And you can take that and be like, you have heaps of religious trauma. Truth. Yes, (laughs) I do. So sometimes I'm like, I don't know. I don't really want to (laughs) know. But... um, I think you could just call it the universe, uh, your guides, whoever it is that comes through spirit because someone's fucking answering. I just don't know who. So with that, I will hand it over. For me, I I think of it like a telephone. So my basic spiritual thought process goes like it's an ecosystem. It's a huge, huge thing. We we probably can't see it. And I, in terms of how big it is compared to us, I think we're very small. And I think that we're all part of it. And I think that all different sort of sets of spiritual beliefs from around the world are all valid and they're all part of it. So like everything is linked and everything is connected. And I think when people say the universe or spirit, this is a lot of what they're talking about. So like for me, I think of it as kind of a telephone system, whether that is me using archetypes and storytelling as a method to talk to myself. Sometimes I do it as like a purely psychological exercise with myself. Um, Sometimes I ask to speak to my grandmothers who've passed on. I'm just like, Grandma McKay, I really need to hear from you right now. I, I know that I could use your help. And then I feel that I'm speaking to her. Sometimes I will tap into... Um, my goddess to speak to my goddess if like a meditation hasn't worked or something else and I want a more specific answer I'll be like um, please come and speak to me through this method Um, and also to other people's guides, other people's spirits like for me I view this as basically a spiritual telephone that was a much better answer I like that because I do think that you can talk to different people Based on, I don't know, and they feel different, but like for my general polls, I don't know who I'm talking to. Busy. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, I see it as a lot of just self growth, and I try not to ask too many questions about like who is there. I don't know because then I start thinking too much about it. It's like it, the ability to be able to sort out my brain when I can't quite figure out what's going on. So like. Even if I don't know who I'm talking to, I'm like, okay, well, this is the card that I got. What does this mean? And then kind of like, like laying out all, like spreading out all the wrinkles and trying to sort out what's actually going on. 
because I get so in my head that I'm like not able to process anything. So it gives me kind of like a focus and a direction to go in. Um, I also do like, I ask cards questions about like different people or like talk to different people, but a lot of times I'll just be pulling cards and like I'll pull cards for Carly and she's like, well, what did you ask? I'm like, nothing. I just pulled cards and now this is what they're saying. (laughs) Like, I probably should have a specific question, but you know what? There's no wrong answer, so let's just go with it. There is no wrong answer. Yep, there is no wrong answer and that's what I like. I like being able to kind of sort it out and I notice something different in the cards every time I pull them. So it's like whatever sticks out to me must be what's important in the time that I do it. Right. See, I've... I've been pulling cards every day for a few months now. And for me, it's just been, it's just, I see it as kind of a tool for introspection. Mm-hmm. Like you were just talking about. Yep. Um, it, basically, it just gives you like a new set of lenses to consider whatever it is you're going through. Right. Exactly. Um, at least that's it what it's It helps reframe things too, or yeah. show it to you in a way that maybe you hadn't considered before. Like, we all yeah. like to make jokes about our cards coming for us. and But you know what? Sometimes you are the problem. Yeah. They will tell yeah, me you when you're the fucking problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, without hesitation. But it is, I think it's fair to say that the three of us at least all have mental health issues. And divination specifically as a tool to deal with that has been a game changer because it is helping... It's like um, like a puzzle put in front of you, but in a way that you can understand. So, like, occasionally there will be things that are really bothering me and I can't put words to it. But then when it's in the form of cards in front of me, I'm like, well, yeah, that obviously, obviously, obviously <laughs> that's what the problem was. It's this thing from 20 years ago that I didn't know was bothering me, but clearly is still there so <laughs> they like to yeah, point like out a, the thing that you've been ignoring purposefully like oh hey yeah here it yeah, is pay attention it's, <laughs> yeah it's a great way to check in with yourself right it really yeah. is yes it's a good way to check in with yourself and also make sure that you are staying on track with your own personal growth journey whatever that looks like for you like you're gonna have highs you're gonna have lows but if you're showing up every day ready to kind of face what the day brings, what challenges you need to overcome, that's where divination can play such a huge role. So I like focusing on that aspect of it and talking about that more than like, I will tell you your future because there's so much like psychology based things that you can learn about yourself, about people around you through tarot. With the caveat, don't fuck around and ask about people without their permission. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> those are my rules, but, <laughs> it's, but um, still. And like, while it's been like that for me, I also don't want to minimize it too much because I think there is like a grand sort of aspect to divination. Like Joy, like you were pointing out the idea mm-hmm. of this, like sort of like the collective unconscious or I think some people like the Akashic record, the idea that there's just Mm -hmm. this, this huge mass of connections between human beings. Right. And that the cards kind of, 
or whatever tool you choose to use kind of allows you access however temporary to you know those records or that that connection and lets you just kind of like pull things out right yep i think that for me i view it as like uh you have a door and you have a key and the door represents my spiritual connection to deities or like the universe or however we're individually phrasing that connection that we have that's something beyond ourselves right and the thing for me with tarot is <laughs> tarot was spooky with me from the beginning um the first deck that i ever got i got when i was about 13 or 14 um and i realized very quickly that there was something kind of magical going on and I really needed that guidance at that point in my life because I had a very abusive home situation. I was not in a safe situation. And it quickly became kind of a lifeline for me. And I think it was a mix between accessing those spiritual tools um, as well as accessing that kind of inner psychologist that you can kind of find through the cards, um, which I didn't find out about for a while that Carl Jung actually had this whole set on archetypes and humankind and how storytelling in particular the kind of storytelling that we can do with the cards can be this kind of beautiful internal exploration that can help us to heal um but when i got into my first relationship it was a train wreck and i was always trying to read the cards to be like yes this is the guy for you (laughs) and the cards were like this boy is not trustworthy. You are going to get your heart broken. Three of swords, three of swords, three of swords. Please stop. Stop deceiving yourself. The All the cards that are like, this Power. is bad news. This is bad news. And like, when I say I would shuffle to try to get things in my favor, I would put the cards back. I would shuffle three, four, five, six. Like, I, no matter what I did, the, it was, it, it just got to a point where like, I'm a very logical person. And I was like, this is starting to spook me a little bit the fact that they refused to give me any other answer right because i was like logically maybe this is just a fluke so i just kept testing it and i kept testing it and it was just like this boy is bad news and you know what guys that boy was bad news (laughs) he cheated on me um he was awful like I found out he was cheating on me because my friend called me and was like, by the way, I just saw your boyfriend with this other girl making out in Walmart. So classy, by the way. So classy. Um, I know, right? I know. Classic makeout spot. But that was the thing for me was like, I had this irrefutable proof that that there was this weird connection. And then I had another experience where a friend of mine's mom had passed, um, and he was still quite young and he was asking me, can you do this with tarot? And I was like, I have no idea. Um, I was like, you're my friend and I don't want to disappoint you, but I have no idea if that's even a possibility. Like, I'm still new to this. I don't know. I'll try if you really want me to, but like, I have no clue. And I tried and it worked. And he got so much peace and joy out of it and that was the addiction for me like addiction's not quite the right word but that was the moment that i was hooked into it as a spiritual tool where i was like this is real this is real yeah um do you i mean i think that tarot can be a useful tool for anyone but i feel like some people just have that natural ability that like connection that comes right I mean, it's just immediate. I've 
I recently, um, actually last Christmas, we got my daughter. She's 10. And we got her her first deck. Her first tarot deck. Um, and uh, she is just... I mean, she's a natural. It's crazy. She doesn't... She hasn't even... She basically took the instruction booklet that came with the deck and tossed it. Like, didn't even bother reading it. She just goes full full intuition on all of them. Like, looks at the picture, decides what the card means to her, and just read. Oh, that's epic. I feel like it comes with the ability to trust yourself, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was, yeah. That's actually a really good point. I feel like I will say freely that I am the type of person that like I want to be good at something the very first time that I do it, and it's so annoying when I'm not immediately an expert at things. Uh, <laughs> divination actually is one of the things that I was immediately good at, but it took me a really, really long time. <gasps> Corgi. <laughs> Please leave that in. I'm so sorry. Oh, oh my corgi, god. Okay. <laughs> corgi puppy. A corgi. Oh, oh it's I a baby. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, always interrupt <laughs> with corgis. Oh, it's a baby. Which one is that? Toulouse? No, this is uh, Augustine. St. Augustine. So cute. Oh, I love it. Uh, yes. Kumi, do call it. Oh, man, that was wonderful. Leave all of that in, please, and thank you. Um, (laughs) No, but, um, yeah, it took me a really long time to, like, part of it is that I enjoy guidebooks because I have so many different decks, and each author will write their own take on things, and I enjoy knowing what they intended the card to mean. But at some point, they're has been times when I took a card too literally and I was like, okay, if I just took a fucking step back and listened to what my gut was saying, right. I would have figured it out without like spinning around in circles and being like, well, the book says this. So, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a huge part of it, right? It I is. <laughs> a lot of people get hung up on those descriptions and start and start to ignore how they feel when they pull the card. Yeah. My favorite deck is an Oracle deck and it did not come with a guidebook and there is no guidance anywhere online. So I cannot go and doubt myself and be like, well, this is actually how it was intended, which it's, I, it was so aggravating when I first got it because I was like, I want (laughs) to know, is this right? No, but it's become my favorite deck because I can't doubt myself. There's no way I can doubt myself with it. Yeah. I love it when she reads for me with that deck because it is one like I've used that deck of hers in person and I'd be like, what does it mean though? And she's like, I don't know. What do you think? I'm like, I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> See, when, when we got my daughter her deck, that was the, f- the very first thing I told her was like how you feel matters way more than anything you're going to find in this book. And she just took it literally and was like, well, I don't need this then. <laughs> I'm a fan and, of that. Yeah. 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 I am Big a fan, fan of that. Yeah. Yeah. I know Joyce modified some of her own decks. We have some of the same decks. Um, one of my favorite decks is the Fairy Oracle. And Joy also has it, but she did not like some of the cards and the guidebook in that deck. So she modified it and was like, guess what, bitches? It means this now. And I was like, yeah. oh, we can do that? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, it's the tarot reader's version of there are people who have books, right? And there are book people who are like, you must never break the spine. 
for that mm-hmm. is a sin. You must never <laughs> fold the pages. This too is a sin, my child. And I'm just like, I'm like dog earing. I highlight, I write yeah. in the margins if I need to. And I'm the same way with cards. Like if there's a card where there's a meaning on it and I know I'm never going to get around it, I'm never going to get along with it. I apologize for admitting this in public, but I will throw it away. Like if the guidebook <laughs> is terrible and you can just like, you read the guidebook and you're like, this lady had these specific issues and she has projected all of that into this guidebook. I will throw yeah. it away. Um, or I will change the art on some cards. If I think, yes, I can save this. I'll change the art. I'll paint them or ink them. Um, alter them. And then, and then I vibe with them. And then that deck that I've altered can be one of the most powerful potent tools that I have. So I think don't be scared to color outside the lines with tarot and Oracle. Just it's, it's okay to change things so that they suit you. Yeah. Agreed. Cause I think it's, it's supposed to be a very, and when you go to a reading, when you have someone do a reading for you, you're, you're not looking for something you could look up on the internet. Facts. You know, like it's, it's yeah. a personal experience with that person. Um, and I think the more personalized you can make the experience, the better and the more helpful mm-hmm. it is, right? Right. I agree. Strong agree. What are some of you guys' favorite other divination tools outside of tarot? Ooh. Mm, this uh, is Izzy, a fun you go one. First. I have lots of oracle decks that I use. My favorite are the ones that are very sarcastic and swear at me. Um I have runes that I've made, um, regular runes and witches runes, and I use pendulums and let's see, bibliomancy. That's how I started. Whenever I was little, you just like open a book and you're like, "What do mm-hmm. I need to know?" Yeah. But I did not know that that was a form of divination until like not that long ago. I was like, "Oh, I did that every every day <laughs> as a kid." <laughs> like, I always thought that was one of. That was one of the most oddly paganistic practices that that Christians use every day. Yeah, I got in trouble for this. Open, right? Yes. Did you? I got in trouble for this. I left my church because I got in so much trouble for this. I got so angry at the pastor. Sorry. Go ahead, please. <laughs> That's okay. It's every time they do. I have an aunt who's you know she's like a diehard church three days a week Christian mm-hmm. and. She, I mean, and she'll say every morning I wake up and I, I open the Bible and I, I, that's what I needed for the day. That's what and I'm I like, needed today. I'm yep. like, my dear sweet Aunt Nancy, that's called bibliomancy. <laughs> it is. In fact, that's yes. magic. It's yes. divination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just in book form and not in cards. <laughs> right. It just comes yep. in the Bible. Yeah. Even I'm Mormons like, that's a do couple, that. You're a couple steps away from like scattering chicken feed on the on symbol <laughs> on the floor and letting the chicken tell you what you need to know for the day. Yeah. No. So I'll tell you what Methodists agree with you though. I'll give Methodists this. They have a hard line on that. That is a hard pass, a hard no. Yeah. You cannot yeah. do that because I got in so much trouble. That's funny. I grew up Methodist too and I never heard anything about it. Really? Yeah. My my pastor was like, You can't do that. Really? That's, no. that's talking to the devil. You can't do that. Uh first of all That's witchcraft. Okay. How dare. And I mean, yes, you are correct, sir. It is witchcraft. Um, (laughs) I'm trying to think, did he say I was talking to the devil? I think talking to the devil was an implication because they view it all as witchcraft. And they, because they're Christian, they view the only source of witchcraft as like the devil. Right. And then worship. 
How dare you? So yeah, yeah, yeah. First they were like, but the thing is, right? The other thing. This is the other thing that drives me crazy. Okay, as somebody who, I am not a, a Latin speaker. I am not fluent in Latin, but I know enough Latin to know that demon is spirit, right? Guys, so like when we say yeah. demons, we're talking spirits. Like that's just, that is, it is what it is. And the way that yep. it has been so conflated and blown out of proportion, it just, it gets to me. It gets yeah, I to could me. get behind, I could get behind the word demon if we were just like all accepting that it's a form it's of spirit. So it'd be like, yeah. Hey, yeah. Cool. I could get behind that. It won't happen, but I could get behind it. What, Joy, you practice a lot of different, my... Can I tell them that my favorite reading that Joy does for me, she calls them chaos readings. Go for it. (laughs) It's my new favorite thing where she just like pulls from like random shit that's around her. One time I got Mm -hmm. a nature chaos reading. She was on a walk with her husband and she just sent me pictures of plants and she was like, this means this and that means that. And I was like, what? How is that so accurate? Oh yeah, that was awesome. That one gave me goosebumps. That was was fun. fun. That was a really good time. I went into the forest and I set the intention that the basically like the spirit of nature would be an oracle and that Carly's guides would draw my attention to different plants so that I could give her a reading. And there were these little shafts of sunlight or there would be like this really particular breeze. And I'm a super huge both Celtic lore nerd and plant nerd. So I was like, oh, cool. I actually know the meanings of these things. And I was I was just spreading them out. And she was like, oh, goosebumps, goosebumps. This is so good. That's, That's so much so... fun. Again, I just think the only rule is there are no rules. Just have fun. <laughs> follow, follow your instinct and have fun. And none of us that. like rules anyway. <laughs> we yeah. really yeah. don't. We really don't. I get upset. I practice uh, most forms of divination. I have a pendulum. I don't use it a ton. Um, and the only reason why I don't is because when I was first learning, I had a like genuinely crazy person. Like that's not a term I use lightly. Like this person was not right. Who like, like scary spun- crazy? Yes, yes. And yeah. they would like tell these tales, but they believe them so thoroughly that the pendulum would agree. Because I'd be like, I feel like there's something off about this whole situation. But, like, that level of magical fuckery is kind of like, I don't even know what to say about that. So I'm wary with pendulums only because of that experience. Um, But I'll throw bones and you can take a little group of sticks and toss them and read them like runes. And that's really fun, too. Mm -hmm. Um, I like divination through songs sometimes, which is just like. like, Yeah, Yeah. that's so much fun. Yeah, put your Spotify on shuffle. And when a lyric or something jumps out at you, you stop, you read it, and sometimes it's like, so that's a message for you. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, it's a really fun way to do it, though, too. Um, and I will get, like, I'll get song lyrics or, like, obscure movie references. So if I'm talking to you and I'm giving you a reading or even we're just having a deep conversation and I start referencing, like, random movies, I'll get stuck on it. And I'm like, what does this mean, though? Like... Why is this fr- fucking Fern Gully? What does Fern Gully have anything to do with this? <laughs> and the then other we finally always knows. I know the yeah. other person always knows. Either that or like it's like it takes my brain a few minutes to connect the dots. I'm like it's Fern Gully because of that smoke thing. You know what I mean? The smoke thing means this means that. Here you go. I don't know that that's a form of divination as much as like channeling information, but you could. <laughs> you could count I think- it. 
I think you can though, because I think a lot of your channeling that you're talking about, especially when you're pulling from cards like that, is it is channeling sparked from the form of divination that you're using. So it like opens the right. door for you. It does the open way the door that for your me. brain makes sense of the things. It yeah, is how exactly. it's it's pulling references. So I will get a lot from movies that I loved when I was a child because that's the way that my brain can pull the information and make sense of it. So um I'll tell people if I have to tell someone, remember who you are, like reclaim your power. I will say it like Mufasa 10 out of 10 times. And I might yeah. like type it seriously, but then I'll be like, but just so you know, I said this like Mufasa. And it was really. <laughs> That's why your readings are my favorite readings, though, because you get like legitimately awesome, like pop culture references, my favorite quotes, sometimes just really great song recommendations. And I'm just like, yes, yep. thank you. I will take this. This like, is great. I just. I really, really need you to know that I'm being 100% serious. You need to reclaim your power, but also I said it like Mufasa. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so don't be too afraid. <laughs> don't, be, <laughs> don't be too afraid. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fun. Um, but yeah, if I can use a method for divination, I'll fuck around and try it. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's yeah. no, there's no right or wrong way. Um, do you guys do you do you guys feel like you're sort of guided to when you're choosing what divination method is going to work for you that day? Like, mm -hmm. I guess what I'm really curious yeah. about is, yeah. do you feel this connection that you have with whatever it is? Mm -hmm. um, do you feel this connection all the time, or is it while you're using divination tools? Do you feel guided by it throughout your day? Yes. Throughout the day, but when I'm choosing the tools specifically, um, there are some decks that do not like to be used unless they're ready to be used. So if I'm like, I have um, a fairy deck that I pulled, actually, I think I pulled for both of you the other day. Yeah. Uh, it was really rude to Joy. <laughs> I, I am never talking to those cards ever again, okay? In that the future, is, banned. That banned. deck is really bitchy. Like, it's either going to be so nice to you or you will walk away being like, what the fuck did I do to you? Excuse was, me. Yeah. When we did that um, that live about the case from Brazil, yeah, it, it it was so nice. It was nice. Day. So that it one, was, that one was yeah. maybe that was the same one. I don't remember, but yeah. Um, so and my my bone throwing kit, it has to be the right mood to throw bones, and even sometimes my runes, um, I have multiple sets of witches runes and um regular runes i have augum sticks ogum augum how do you say that i say, I augum. say augum okay yeah. cool um but yeah they have to like i just kind of like i will literally walk in my room and stare around for a few minutes until one jumps out at me and like that's the one today <laughs> yeah. or today's a rune day because this set of runes wants to talk so mm -hmm. yeah that's well, how do you I feel do like do you feel like that's your intuition or the a connection or is there even a, a is there a difference? I think is it's there both. like is it just a very blurry line between what is intuition and what is sort of guidance? I think it's I don't know. I think it's both because I think it depends on who you're speaking to because I know that um, certain spirits that I interact with feel a certain type of way about a deck. Uh, Busy's Guide likes very specific decks in my collection, and I know that if I'm going to sit down and talk to her, it's probably going to be one of those. Um, 
And sometimes when I'm pulling for joy, they're like, no, not that one today. I'll go with the intention for one specifically. And they're like, excuse you, sit down. What are you thinking? No, this is the one. So I think it's a bit of both. So you feel like it's an interaction of the internal and the external. I do. I feel like, I feel like you have to be, well, I guess you don't have to be, but I feel like if you are tuned in with your intuition and willing to be guided to use the tools that want to speak with you that day, then that kind of opens the door. I can be like, I'm using the Pulp Tarot and I've been using that for like days on end. And I know that eventually it's going to be like, hey, I'm done talking to you. Goodbye. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. You have to be willing to be flexible too. Like when I came up here, I was like, oh, I didn't bring any cards up here, but I have these two decks here and I was shuffling the happy tarot and I was like this just feels icky like <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't want to use it but I have like my my more sweary sarcastic deck and I was like I would rather use that one but I don't have any other tarot decks up here so <laughs> I'm like well I'll use this one but also also I would like to use these other decks or these other things too you have to be kind of flexible with it and yeah. just like see what what feels right that makes sense i think it's alive <laughs> like the best <laughs> way alive. the best way i can describe it is i think harley's right i think there's a little i think there i think there's both um and busy kind of made some really great points as well i think that but it, i think the best way i can describe this is i am a nerd okay and i grew up reading <laughs> science fiction and fantasy And in science fiction and fantasy, if you guys are familiar with the tropes, you'll have like a magic sword or a magic cup or something like that. And very often that magical item will have its own kind of personality Um, or it'll have this super special connection to this one person um, or this deity. Right. Okay. And when I think of my tarot decks and my divination methods, I'm like, it's that though. It's that because Carly's right. Like if I'm going to do a reading for her, there are times when like, I'll be like, I'm going to go and use this deck and I come in (laughs) innocently. And those cards are like, you thought bitch. No, no, you shall not. I am here and I will be read for her today. And it's very dramatic. I swear. Yeah. It's very dramatic. It's full on drama. It's theater kid levels of drama. Um, So it's just like, it will be this deck. Um, And it just reminds me so much of like the sword and the stone and like that moment of like that sword chose that kid. Because right. mm-hmm. this was the connection. Um, and that's how I feel about divination tools and methods. And some decks yeah, will I, like throw fits if you don't use them for a while. Oh my <laughs> gosh. They, it's like, I, no. Yeah. I have two decks that are like that. And actually, I feel like you guys both made great points. Like, Busy, you were like this happy one. Ugh, gross. Because there are some times when yeah. I do not feel particularly happy. And I will purposely choose a darker toned deck yeah. that mm-hmm. because that's how I feel. And that is like comforting to me occasionally. Um, but there are also times when I'm like, you know what? My feelings are hurt. So I will not pick up that fairy deck for right. anything. Because yeah. that one will come for you. If, do <laughs> not be a weak ass bitch and use that deck is what I've learned. <laughs> I am a weak ass bitch for life now then. Because I am not going back there for that abuse. Okay. I have boundaries. I've been to therapy. I have standards of how I am going to be treated in this world. That deck is too mean. It was so so mean. I tried. I did spin it. I feel like I spun it in a really nice way. You did. I was like, no, 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 no. You know what, though? (laughs) Yes, that was so mean. Let me give you some aloe vera because that was, oh, my God. Ouch, that burn. (laughs) 
And then I was like, but no, listen, it actually means this. Um, I was just, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. <laughs> and she sent me the pictures of the guidebook. I did. I yeah. did. I and also, you can, you can see the vibe. And I was like, Carly, I love you so much. That is not yeah. where Bart is saying it is coming from. Yeah, she was but- like... Be quiet, my friend. It's okay. I know that it's a really horrible thing. Don't listen to it. Don't listen to it. Yeah, that's one of the times when I'm like, I love this book because it gives you information about the creature. It tells you a story and then it gives you the meaning. I love this. Therefore, you must read what the author has said. And Mm -hmm. occasionally, occasionally, it'll bite me in the ass. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. One thing that I, I wanted to touch on before before we wrap up is I'm curious if any of any or all of you have had experiences while divining that have like legitimately that you've legitimately found scary. Like dark. Scary. I have one. <laughs> I have it's only because I pushed for answers when I was clearly told to fucking stop and knock it off and I was like why though I would very much like to know I would like to know these answers it was actually ironically about the bathroom monster Jordan (laughs) you referenced that to me earlier about one that I had never asked about because that experience was frightening and I didn't want to until one day when I did want to fuck around and find out and my cards were like are you fucking sure (laughs) <laughs> Are you sure you want to do that? They're like, you should stop. You should sit down and stop because you're not going to like the answer. And I was like, why though? I would like to know though. I would like to find out why. And I deeply, deeply regretted it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I can't think of too many times when I've been like legitimately scared. I don't know about scared, reading. but Bob came through and fucked with everything. Bap. <laughs> Bap. Bap. Fucking Bap. <laughs> you should explain who Bob is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you mind elaborating? <laughs> no problem. So um, I used to work in a shoe store in a building which is super old and very haunted and was bombed the hell out of during World War II because I live in the UK. So right. we have history everywhere and that is both a blessing and a curse. Um, and the basement of this place was the worst experience that I've ever had in my entire life. Like, I don't really scare very easily. Um, This is true. I was, like, actually pretty scared. There were points when I thought I was going to die. Like, I I, was, like, living in a horror film. Like, literally, I went downstairs, and there, there was a point where none of the other girls would go downstairs anymore. And I would get sent downstairs, and I would be on top of a ladder to get shoes from, like, a top shelf. Um, and the, the lights would turn off like one by one and then the ladder would be while I was in the dark the ladder would be yanked wow. and I do not believe in demons in the sense that we were raised to believe in them in Christianity Sure, this is the only exception for me this, was, this had been the only exception and um, Carly had asked for scary stories she'd asked for people's real encounters and scary stories and I was like okay this is this is one of my scariest stories. I think this might be my scariest story. I think even Bloody Mary, I'm just like, we're cool, girl. We're cool. We we're chill. Cool. We're good here. Yeah. Bob can fuck right off, though. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I I, um, I dealt with it. I dealt with it. And I left that job. And But it was, it was a 
not a good experience. And Carly and I had been having a conversation about Halloween because there's a scene in Halloween where for whatever reason, when she's delivering the line, she comes out and she's like, Bob. And instead of saying it like Bob, like a normal person, she does this weird (laughs) Bob. Yeah. Which she yeah. could not then unhear. So then she spent this entire time and I was thinking, I don't know how no, good of an so idea this I, is. I was the asshole and I was like, Bab, Bab. For me was all like, let's go, let's go. I'm scared of nothing. And what do you want to talk got, about, Bab? <laughs> yeah, things got so weird so fast. Um, yeah, I got haunted from that one. <laughs> you definitely did. Did it really? Yeah. No, I really like, did. It yeah. stayed with both of you for a while. Uh, my audio got fucked up. I had yeah. to like, I had to reset all of my audio for a while, and uh, I actually had to cleanse the house after that one. Which wow. Is, uh, yeah. Yeah. Which I don't do terribly often because um, I do mediumship often enough that I just kind of have like built-in safeguards. So like, if I yeah. actually have to like cleanse, it's like, ah, oh, next geez. level thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, Word to the wise, don't be an asshole and tease. Bop. <laughs> so, so far, the theme is when Carly gets catty with the universe, <laughs> it slaps back. Yeah. It's when you tell her, when you tell uh-huh. her, this one is actually a scary one. She's yeah. like, hello, I have come to poke the bear. Right. She's like, Which yeah, is- right, prove it. it yeah. I really am, like, prove it, which is hilarious because I am scared of fucking everything in real life but then <laughs> i like you're reading cards when we went yeah. ghost hunting in this basement at a bar yeah. and there was like this ghost that was like keeping these other ghosts there and this carly's like listen so listen yeah. you're not going to keep these ghosts here and it would yell we had like a ghost reader thing and it would yell yeah. every time she would talk because she was just every- being sarcastic with it and was pissed <laughs> It was. Wow. Well, okay. To be fair, though, to be fair, it kept interrupting me first, and then I got bitchy about it. And I was like, are you Are you going to let me talk now? Because I have things to say, and it would talk over me. I'm pretty sure that at one point, I called it a bitch and, like, threatened to fight it. <laughs> I think oh, I did. slipped into Zach Baggins mode. I, well, but it's, like, the most, it's, like, the strangest way, though, too, because I'm, like, no, sir, you will not. Don't you talk over me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then the other day when I was, um, I had I had a weird night and I was pulling cards about it and I was told very specifically not to go back to this haunted location that I planned on and I was like excuse the fuck out of me why <laughs> <laughs> so yes the theme here is uh, things get spooky when Carly <clears throat> fucks around <laughs> yeah yeah it is very it is your literal fuck around and find out yeah it is it's the yeah. one that you it do is. every single time it's ghosts and food every- she will absolutely yeah, cross always. all the lines. Yeah. It's true. It's true. How have you been? I don't know. I feel like the I feel like the spookiest encounter. You, I don't know. I had a spooky encounter with Busy once too, and I also was fucking around there. But I didn't expect it. I wasn't like I didn't go into that one with an attitude. I didn't expect that one to be as spooky as it was. <laughs> Your basement when you oh, and Meg were basement. like, yeah, you and Meg were like, do you want to read cards in here? I was like, yeah, I do. And they, they were like, we're, they're like, we're going to sit in here. And I was like, okay. So I have my cards and I'm like shuffling and I pulled the first row and I was like, are you guys sure you want to sit in there? And they're like, no, we're fine. I was like, are you sure though? Are you like, 
are you sure? Are you for sure? For sure? Are you that okay? You really, that you really want to sit in there? And they're like, no, we're good. I did <laughs> not want to sit in there, but I was trapped in there because Meg was in the doorway. <laughs> yeah. So that was have you busy? Have you had any like? Because I know you've done some like ghost hunting style stuff too, right? So have you had any encounters that scared you? It wasn't really scary in the moment, but I feel like looking back on it, I was like, oh, that was kind of spooky. Like, and I feel like both times are with Carly. (laughs) Just that spooky basement when she gets sassy at the ghost. Um, I am the common denominator. Both of them were in basements, though. But I don't really, like, I don't I am a pre-anxiety person. Like, once I'm in a situation, I'm like, oh, this is fine. Like, yeah, it's the build-up to a situation that gives me, like, like the anxiety of it. But, no, I haven't had anything too scary. Okay. Yet. Well, that's good. Yet. Right? Come, advent- come yeah. adventuring with me. Walk <laughs> <laughs> around and find out. Oh, they're less scary because well, they're dead. <laughs> I will say I find I find the idea of ghosts way less scary than just people. Yeah, exactly. People exactly. The living are the worst. Yeah, people are yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I will say this ten out of ten times. I would never. If there was a very angry man in the basement and interrupting me <laughs> and yelling at me, I'd be like, no "Hey, way. I'm going to yeah. slowly find a way to an exit." I'm no, I'm out of here. It's literally only the fact that I know that you can't really do anything to me. So therefore, right. sup, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think we can all agree that corporeal assholes are way more dangerous. Yes, most yeah. definitely. Um, yeah, I, I really, I want to thank all of you for doing this. This has been awesome. Yeah, um, thanks for having us. Fun. Yeah, it, it has, has been, been really fun. fun. Yeah. Um, so before we wrap up, um, just let we'll go around and you guys let the audience know again where to find you. Anything cool that you have coming up that that they should look out for, Carly? Um, hi, hello. Yes, um, <laughs> I just did a collab on TikTok that I'm really excited about with uh, an account called Death Row Last Meals, um, and. Yeah, that's about it. Most of my stuff is kind of on pause right now because I'm getting ready to move. So once I am settled in my new location, then I'll have more exciting things to talk about. But both Joy and Busy do have exciting things, so I will pass it on to them. <laughs> Busy? Oh, okay. Um, you can find me at Busy Week Coven, and I have some vending events coming up. Um, I'm doing a cryptid event in West Virginia. And I'm trying Which to. One? Um, it's a cryptid Halloween event. It's I think it's ran by Snarly Yow and Snally uh, okay. Gaster Museum with Sarah. Um, yeah. So that's going to be my first vending event. I'm very excited. Also very nervous. Um, I'm trying to get get my act together and get my <laughs> my jewelry line going and some resin stuff. So. Come back and check it out when I have my shit together. <laughs> oh, cool. Also, bully her for pog runes and booty catchers. <laughs> I, I demand pog runes. You I'm do. pretty sure Thank you. we came up with that idea on Carly's pog. Live. Yeah. And it was, pog runes. Yeah, yep. we were all talking. Yeah, I would kill it, for some of those. It is legitimately Same. the most fun you will ever have. 
I'll have more listed soon. I'm working on them. Joy. And as for me, you can find me at Witchmancraft on Instagram. Um, I have a website now and I have a witchy magazine that I'm offering. It's a monthly kind of almanac situation where I take you through all of the folklore of every month. Kind of like interesting stories. Um, I take you through things like the magic of what's going on in the kitchen spices. So like right now we're in pumpkin spice season. So I break down for you what the magical attributes of that are traditionally and traditional witchcraft um, and just different ways that you can explore your craft every single month. That's awesome. That, and I'm definitely going to DM you after this for advice on a simmer pot. <gasps> yes, do Carly it. Carly is also very good with simmer pots. Can I, I just say? Pot. I do love simmer I will be pot. happy to talk about okay. that, but definitely awesome. Carly, Carly is also very good. Excellent. Tossing shit in pots. And Joy's magazine <laughs> is fantastic. I got to read it in advance, and I was like, oh! <laughs> Thank you. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I'm excited to check that out. <laughs> it is Thank wonderful. You. Yes. Okay. Thank you guys so much. This yeah. has been great. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. From the bottom of our weird, possibly alien, maybe ghostly, probably cryptid hearts for listening. We absolutely love having the chance to discuss all these wild creatures and events every week, and it's your continued attention that allows us to carry on. And if you want more, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash campfire tales of the strange and unsettling. It's there you will find bonus content behind the scenes. We're just keeping up on our day to day and maybe some swag along the way. It is our way to show thanks for your support and do everything we can to provide you with as much content as possible. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash campfire tales of the strange and unsettling. With that said, we want to get to know each and every one of you. So please come and check us out on all the socials at campfire.tales.podcast on Instagram and Facebook at Campfire T-O-T-S-A-U on Twitter. And you can also visit our website at campfirepodcastnetwork.com. If you love the show, please rate and review it. It's what truly helps us continue bringing your weekly dose of the strange and unsettling. And lastly, we do have our merch store. You can find the link available on all of our social media or via our link tree. Show your support. Buy a shirt. Buy a sticker. Buy a blanket, buy a pillow, anything that you want to rep Campfire Tales of the Strange and Unsettling. And that's it. Until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm Jordan. And remember, campers, stay weird and and trust in the unknown. Hey, do you guys mind if I take like a three minute break real quick? No, go for it. That's fine. Great. I'll be right back. We'll try not to set fire to anything while you're gone. (laughs) (laughs) I make no promises. (laughs) I have other decks in here. My thighs are sweaty. (laughs) 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 No, but it's just the three of us. That felt like a threat. That felt like a plotting threat. (laughs) It was just like, but these thighs, though. These guys are hot. They are sweat. Now I get sweaty when I podcast. It's like anxiety sweats, but it all contains on my legs. (laughs) There's a little head peeking in. Hi, child. I don't know if you can hear us, but hi. (laughs) 
Where are the corgis? Uh, Hello. Bring, bring us the corgis. Bring oh, them yes. an offering to us. Send them in. We want all the corgi puppies. I'm just imagining three witches gather and demand corgi puppies. Send in the corgis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're just we're breaking down stereotypes left, right, and center, you guys. 